Welcome to Kings River Life's Mystery Rats Maze podcast. This is our premiere episode. Each episode we share with you mystery short stories read by actors from the San Joaquin Valley. This episode features the mystery short story, The Pub Crawl, written by mystery author Nancy Cole Silverman and read by Fresno actor Sindel C. The Pub Crawl was previously published by Out of the Gutter. I didn't think it was strange. I mean, Gail called to tell me Bethany was going to come with us. I'm not wild about her. She's not really one of us. But Gail said she'd just broken up with her boyfriend and, well, what are you going to do? Once a month on a Saturday, we get together. Usually, it's just the three of us, Gail, Karen, and me. We do a pub crawl down the boulevard. That's me in the picture. In the center? My name's Allison. This is a selfie taken outside the key club right before... (laughs) Don't worry about it. I'll get to that later. You see, the three of us, we've been friends since college. I suppose you could say we're close. I mean, close as women in L.A. can be anyway. We've seen each other through all our firsts. Loves, jobs, baby, divorce, and now, I guess, murder. It all began innocently enough. All we wanted to do was have a little fun, check out some of the clubs on the strip, flirt a little, let our hair down. We weren't really looking to hook up. Only thing is, the three of us, we didn't exactly fit in. We're not exactly what you'd call the clubbing type. But then, if you're female and past 30 in LA, who is? And the bouncer at the Sky Bar? I'll call him Jake. He was a real jackass. He wasn't going to let us in. Told Gail she was too fat, Karen too old, and Bethany, well, she was a maybe. But since she was with us, a bunch of basic bitches, we could all just forget it. Do you even know who I am? I can still hear her, jiggling her head side to side as she poked a finger into Jake's chest. That's how Bethany is, loud and insistent. She was dressed in a sexy little black number that was cut as deeply to her navel as it was short above her knees. And she was wearing a pair of those hot red-bottom Louis Vuittons. And then, I guess because she was with us, Jake grabbed her finger and pointed back at us. Look, I know who you were and what you're looking for inside. Ladies isn't looking for you. Not here. Why don't you just head on over to the marina? Try Jerry's Deli. (laughs) That hurt. Everybody knows that on a Saturday night, the crowd at Jerry's is at least 65 and using a walker. I thought Jake's response to Bethany was cold. Truth be told, Bethany is a late... 80s tweener. She was too young to be a boomer and too old to be an Xer. In the 90s, she did a bunch of low-budget TV shows and a few movies here and there. Unfortunately, she hasn't aged well. At least not by LA standards. But on a good night, she had facial recognition. She was somebody people would point to and think they knew. And the fact was, we were using her to get into the clubs. But nobody deserves that. And that's when Bethany suggested we get even. Funny thing is, we were actually at Jerry's when we got the idea. It was close to 2 a.m. and there's this big screen TV on and we're all watching as a bunch of fraternity guys are tossing this dwarf around. It's called dwarf tossing. Ever heard of it? Crazy idea. But then Bethany suggested something even weirder. Let's go back to the sky bar and teach Jakey boy a lesson. 
I think it's because we were all drunk, that is, everybody but Bethany, because she was our designated driver, that the idea seemed innocent enough. Next thing I knew, we were back in the car. Bethany has this high-end black Lexus, an SUV that's tricked out with leather seats, tinted windows, and one of those navigation devices that actually talks to you. So we go back to the Sky Bar, and there's Jake, just getting ready to leave. We followed him around out back. He didn't see us because we were in the car, and he was probably as drunk as we were. Or at least, the three of us girls. Because like I said, Bethany was driving and she wasn't drinking. But then she started to follow him. Real close. And she bumps him with the fender. It was just a little at first, but enough to startle him. So then she hangs back and he starts walking. Ignoring us. I think he thought we'd go away. After a few minutes, driving real slow behind him, she sped up and passed him and nearly knocked him over. Then yelled out the window, Jackass! I thought it was over. We all started laughing and high-fiving each other. But then she turned the car around and went back. This time she hit him. Head on. He fell into the front of the car and then off into the ground. I thought, that was it. That maybe she was done. I didn't think he was hurt that bad. But then she backed up and ran right over him. Crunch. I could hear his body roll beneath the car. Oh my God, what did you do? Why did you do that? We all started yelling, but Bethany, she just pulls forward and tells us all to get out and put him in the back of the car. I don't know why we did it. Maybe because we thought we were going to take him to the hospital. But somehow we managed to get him in the back seat and then he came to. He took a look at us and started mumbling something about us being his basic bitches and Bethany yelled back at him. Oh yeah, well, not for long. I had no idea what it was she was going to do, so I put my hand on her arm, because I was riding shotgun, and I thought we ought to at least stop and discuss it. What are you going to do? I asked. But Bethany, she didn't even stop. She told Gail and Karen to bind his hands with this tie, and then she floored it. Said she had a place we could take him. Don't worry, Jakey boy, you'll be just fine. I'm not sure who asked. Maybe it was Jake, maybe one of the girls but somebody asked where we were going. It's kind of all a blur. Bethany says the first time always is. Next thing I know, we're headed up the 14 freeway past Santa Clarita to the high desert. Then Bethany stops the car and tells Gail and Karen to push him out. What? You can't do that! Jake's going all kinds of crazy in the back seat, but his hands are tied and he's drunk and maybe because he's concussed, he's not really much of a problem. So we get him out of the car and left him standing there by the side of the road, yelling about how we couldn't do this. Then Bethany starts yelling back. Oh yeah? Well, we know who you are, Jakey boy, and what you're looking for? Well, I'm sorry, but what's inside this car isn't looking for you. We all laughed. I guess because we were nervous and then Bethany put her foot on the gas and we sped away. I remember looking back out the window. It was black the road kind of glossy and slick looking and the sky dark. And Jake was like this gray figure standing with his hands tied in front of him with his hair and his eyes. He looked a mess. But he was alive. Except then the next day I started to hear on the news about how somebody was driving up along the interstate when they see this thing lying next to the road and they stop and find a body. It was Jake. He was dead. So you see that's how we got started. Our monthly pub crawls became opportunities to equal out the playing field, find those mean-spirited men who didn't appreciate a real woman. 
We decided it was our responsibility to do what we could to thin the ranks of Neanderthals, like you. So, in case you're wondering, that's why you're here. Let's see, what was it you called us? Oh yes, Botoxed bitches with champagne taste and stretch marks. Not quite what you'd call politically correct, is it? But don't worry, we won't leave you by the roadside. We know what we're doing now. Kind of like the dwarf tossing. It gets better each time. I think you're the 10th or maybe the 11th. You'll have to excuse me now. I need to join the others. We've got a hole to dig. The Pup Crawl was produced by Kings River Life. You can learn more about Nancy Cole Silverman on her website, nancycolesilverman.com. Our theme song, The Blues, was written and played by Kevin Memley. Check out Kings River Life magazine's websites for more mystery, local theater, animal rescue, and so much more. kingsriverlife.com and krlnews.com. Now, we'll be back next month with another mystery short story. Subscribe to our podcast to make sure that you don't miss a single episode. And follow us on Twitter to keep up with everything KRL, at Kings River Life. Until next time, this is your announcer, Jim Tuck, wishing you a life full of mystery. <laughs>